We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Live. Okay, if you were listening before that interview, I tried to set up what's going on in Vermont. Vermont is uber-liberal, uber-leftist, one of the most liberal states in America. And the people of Wisconsin passed a law a couple of years ago that basically states if a boy says he's a girl, he just has to say it. Well, he can use any facility for the girls that he wants to. He doesn't have to be on hormones, puberty blockers, uh, reconstructive surgery. Nope. All he has to do is say, I feel pretty. I think I'm a girl. And I want to go take a shower with the girls. According to Vermont state law, there's nothing anybody can do. Now, When those who proposed this law proposed it, they said, well, that'll never happen. Uh, Well, it has, obviously. And I would say, duh, you're going to pass a law that tells high school boys, hey, if you want to go take a shower with the girls, just say, I identify with a girl. Now, you could do that for a couple months and then say, Ah, you know what? I don't identify with a, as a girl anymore. Now I'm a boy. Then you go back and shower with the boys. It is insanity. And yet the people of Vermont passed this law, and now it has come to a head. Oh, my goodness. Randolph High School. Randolph High School. The girls' volleyball team... The entire girls' volleyball team at Vermont High School has been told, you are no longer allowed in your locker room. Well, why would the girls be locked out of their own locker room? Because a boy says he wants to use the locker room. Now, at this point, most of you would be saying, Bob, come on, you made this up. That's insane. That's nuts. Even crazy loony leftists wouldn't put up with that. Oh, no, I'm not making it up. No, 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 not at all. Here's the situation. A transgender athlete, a boy who says he's a girl, joined the girls' volleyball team. Now, that's a prescription for disaster right there. Because volleyball is one of the many sports that a boy would have an unfair advantage over the girls. But that's not what the girls are complaining about. This boy says, well, I'm a part of the girls' team, so I'm going to use the locker room. I'm going to dress. I'm going to take a shower and so forth. And the girls said, wait a minute. 
physically you're a boy and we're we're not comfortable in undressing in front of you with you we don't want to we don't want to see you naked and we don't want you to see us naked and so they have spoken out one of the girls gave an interview to a local tv station wcax and as a result the school has made a decision do they support the one boy who says he's a girl or support all the girls who actually know they're girls? Well, you probably know. They decided to side with the boy. And they have forbidden the girls to use their own locker room. What? Yeah. Blake Allen, who has the courage, she's one of the girls on the Randolph Union High School volleyball team, had the courage to go to a local TV station. She said, in part, it's a huge thing everyone's asking. Why aren't you allowed in your own locker room? Quote, the problem began after a dispute with a transgender athlete who hasn't been publicly identified, WCAX reported. The athlete, the Boy, pretending to be a girl, quote, made an inappropriate remark to the other players who then complained. Some team team members want the transgender player relocated. Well, of course. Some team members want the transgender player relocated, but Vermont state law means... That students can play sports and use the locker room, which corresponds to the gender with which they identify. Blake Allen, the female who went to the local news, said, they, meaning the school officials, they want all the girls who feel uncomfortable to get changed in a single-stall bathroom, which would take about 30 minutes. So here's the solution from the school district. Okay, you're uncomfortable undressing in front of a a transgender individual. So, okay, all of you on the team, you can take turns changing in a one-stall bathroom. Go in one at a time, one at a time, one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. While the boy who says he's pretty gets the entire locker room. The girls who are girls are kicked out of their own locker room and are told, you got to go use a single stall bathroom. I'm quoting, the school sent out an email to families of the players after the incident stating that the school, I'm quoting, has plenty of space where students who feel uncomfortable with the laws may change in privacy. Now, again, let me drive this home. It is the normal, natural girls who are being punished. It is the transgender kid who is obviously psychologically confused. It's a boy thinking he's a girl. The psychologically confused individual is being honored, embraced, and the girls 
are being punished. School officials, again, I'm quoting from the story, school officials sent out another email telling parents they are investigating allegations that the volleyball girls harassed the transgender student. Lisa Randolph, the high school co-president, said, When policies are violated, disciplinary action that aligns with the school's rules will be applied, adding that student safety is the district's top priority. So guess who's getting investigated by the school district? The pervert boy who wants to shower with the girls? Or the girls who are saying, what in the world is going on here? We got a boy in our locker room. Guess who's being investigated? Not the transgender individual. The girls. Not only have they been kicked out of their own locker room, they are not permitted in their own locker room. It's not their choice. The school has said, well, according to state law, we got to let the guy in. We, you, you, can't, you girls can't go in because you complained. So you're violating state law and school principles. And by the way, the transgender individual said, you harassed him, her, them, she, whatever. And so we're going to investigate you. I would hope that as this begins to happen all over the country, this is happening everywhere, where these silly ludicrous, insane laws are being passed. This is going to happen everywhere. And we can only hope and pray that even those farthest, farthest, farthest to the left will finally say, you know what? We're Democrats. We're leftists, but we didn't sign up for this. Even we think that's insane. Because it is insane. This is going to destroy women's, girls' athletics. Where are the feminists? Where are the feminists? A volleyball, girls' volleyball team in Vermont is being punished. Where are the feminists? Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. I'm, I'm not exaggerating when I say the liberal left destroys, kills everything it touches. There will be no more women's sports if the liberal left prevails. They will die. Uh, There will... What we're going to end up with, if the liberal left prevails, we're going to have co-ed everything. And women will suffer. It won't be the men who suffer. 
it will be the women who suffer. Um, and, and then there's this. Talk about the bias in the news media. Uh, if you were listening yesterday, I shared with you the story about Vice President Kamala Harris on, uh, I believe it was Friday of last week, she was speaking to a group of Democrat women, uh, Democratic women's group. I can't remember where they were meeting, but anyway, they they were having a panel discussion, and uh, one of the panelists asked Vice President Harris about what do we need to do with hurricane relief and so on and so forth. And she blatantly came out and said, well, we have to deal with people of color first, because we believe in equity. I don't have the exact quote in front of me. Uh, Hey, Jeff, do you still have the audio from Kamala Harris yesterday? Can, Can you pull it up really quick? If not, I can play it in the next segment. Jeff is uh, is looking it up because I want to be absolutely truthful with you. I don't want to exaggerate. I don't want to uh, uh, misrepresent. You got it? Okay, here it is. This is the actual quote from Vice President Kamala Harris. Listen. It is our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and and impacted by by issues that are not of their own making and I'm so women. we absolutely and so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity understanding that we we fight for equality but we also need to fight for equity understanding not everyone starts out at the same place okay and that, if we that, want that's people enough. to be that's in enough she said specifically The question was, how do we deal with this hurricane relief? She said, well, we have to understand people of lower income and people of color don't have the same opportunities. And we've got got to give the aid, send the aid according to a principle of equity. And she said it's got to begin with neighborhoods of color. That's what you just heard it. I just played it for you. Well, PolitiFact was asked, did she really say that? Did she really say what she said? And here is the fact check from PolitiFact. Here's the headline. No, Kamala Harris didn't say Hurricane Ian relief would be based on skin color. Well... We just played it. You just heard it. It says, if your time is short, Harris did not say any particular race would be prioritized in relief efforts. Well, that's what she did say. But get this. Here's the second. They give you a summary. If your time is short, bullet points. Harris did not say any particular race would be prioritized in relief efforts. Second bullet point. The White House said, the White House said her comments about equity were referring to long-term bipartisan investments in underdeserved, underserved communities, not immediate hurricane relief. 
So in other words, they deny what she actually said, and they go by the spin that the White House put on it. And then they go for uh, three, four pages explaining what Harris said, trying to cover for her. Four pages to say, well, that's what she said, but she really didn't mean that. And the White House said that she didn't mean that. And, well, you know, and and it could be interpreted this way and uh, blah, 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 blah. And that finally, after four pages, they come to the conclusion it's false. Quote, we rate this claim false. So what you heard is not what she meant. She, uh, the, uh, the bias in the news media is sometimes just breathtaking. We know what she said, but, uh, well, this is, this is what she meant. The uh, White House press secretary is doing that constantly. President Biden continues to make one gaffe after another. And then the White House press secretary has to say, well, well, that's not what he meant. Uh, what he really meant, what he meant to say was, and we're hearing this about the vice president all the time, too. Well, she said that, but here's what she meant to say. As if you and I did not have enough intelligence to hear a quote and interpret it for ourselves. And with all of the bias in the news media, the president is still at about 38 or 39 percent approval in spite of the fact that the mainstream media continues to cover for him.